This podcast is brought to you by A Hotel Life, an award-winning travel website and community founded by Ben Pundall. This episode features Olivier Bon, co-founder Experimental Group Hotels. Let's just jump straight in. How are you doing? Where are you? And, and how are you quarantining? I'm also in Paris with my family in my apartment. Uh, not too far from Romy because I live next to our hotel, uh, Hotel de Grand Boulevard. Yeah, I'm safe. Uh, all good. I'm okay. I'm in good uh, health. So all good for me. I definitely wanted to see Paris because uh, it's where everything happened. You know, I wanted to stay close to my restaurant, to my hotel, just in case, you know, and to be close for my, for my staff as well. So, yeah. It's amazing to hear from Rome that you haven't let go any of your staff and that uh, you're keeping them on. That's pretty admirable. It's a chance to, to have that, in, especially in Paris. And so, yeah, it's, a, it's great. That's great. And Rome was saying that you could potentially be opening in two to three weeks' time. Honestly, we have uh, information uh, day after day, so we don't know exactly when and how. But uh, yes, probably beginning of June and uh, end of May, we can start to reopen everything everywhere. We don't know uh, in New York as well if something changed, but uh, yeah, in the rest of Europe, uh, we have some good news, yeah. That's very exciting, some, some light at the end of the tunnel. Olivier, quick question, and I was going to ask Romy this, but I, but I kept this one for you. You work with your best friends. Experimental Group was born from three best friends. Tell us the truth. What's it like working with your best friends? They are like my brothers, you know. Now it's, a, it's like family. So it's a, it's a family business. To be honest, when we started like 12 years ago, it was, uh, it was not easy every day because we, we walked behind the bar, we walked on the floor, we, we, we did uh, everything by ourselves, you know. So sometimes you have like big fight for nothing, you know, what is it? It's like, oh, let's paint this, this one in blue. I know I want red. Okay, I want green. So it was like a big fight. But yeah, after, yeah, we, we think about it and say, okay, guys, this is completely stupid to do it. We have to, to, uh, to improve our business and... Uh, fight for nothing, you know, there, there is no reason of it. And year after year, we have like investor, we did like some, uh, some mistake, you know, you know, a longer story of, uh, of business. And uh, I think we are closer than before, you know, because we, we have to fight against like new problems and mm-hmm. bigger problems than before. Mm-hmm. I think we are very connected. So it's okay. It's okay. That's good to hear. There's, there's certainly much bigger problems than the color of a wall. How do you distribute the, your responsibilities? What's your focus? What's your passion? We spend all our time now to find like new location, to try mm-hmm. to visit. I mean, it's not easy to find a new hotel. So we try to make a lot of visits. Uh, we travel a lot for that. So sometimes we have the opportunity to go, I don't know, in, a, in a Lisboa and we go there and we say, okay, this building can be good. Okay, guys, come on. We, we, we visit the place and we say, okay, maybe we can do something. So after that, it takes a lot of time to do it because you need to, to, to see if it's possible to do it. You have to ask if the permit is possible to, uh, to, to do, uh, if you can change the building into an hotel. So this is the main part of our job and we do it all together. After that, uh, we have different like day-to-day business and uh, uh, Rome is good with, uh, with numbers. Uh, Pierre Charles, uh, my third partner, is good with that. Uh, Xavier, that you, you know Xavier, the big Xavier Padovani is really good with uh, uh, communication. So he's taking care of a lot of stuff on Instagram. Uh, he's, uh, he's good with connection with people. So 
me, I'm good with uh, the design. I love the design, so I'm take care of. Uh, lot of things like that. Um, take care of the of the little detail of my restaurant. I like to be on the floor and take the atmosphere of, of my mm-hmm. my my location, you know, and see looking what is not good and uh, what happened to my staff. Why is not, they are not smiling? It's uh, what I like to do. So let's go to design for a second because I feel like through the years the design yeah. of experimental has just got better and better and better. It's not all kind of modern and slick. It has a very uh, different kind of sensibility. I, I, I love it. How do you manage that process? It's always our cemetery designer, which is Dorothy Millickson, which is my wife right now. Ah, <laughs> we're right. married together. Yeah. Um, so, so I said the right things then. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, but that's okay. We also work with different designers. Uh, for example, we worked with uh, Fabrizio Casiraghi uh, for Verbier. So we are open for that. First thing, it's probably for us. When we do an hotel and we do the next project, you always want to do better, you know? So better in the food, better in the design, better in mm-hmm. the comfort. So every time we put some more, 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 uh, sometimes it's just budget, but uh, the, the, the feeling of the, the atmosphere of the room, it's always a little bit higher mm-hmm. and uh, definitely uh, what is our brand uh, our brand it's affordable luxury so it, it's exactly that when you go there it's uh, you have the feeling to be in a very well designed place also in a in a affordable place you know because our price are really okay when you go to paris and you go to our hotel it's it's not very expensive it's the same price as a hotel next door which is probably uh terrible design you know mm-hmm. so it's what we love and uh, we want to do it like that and definitely uh, Minorca it's crazy but design is probably simpler than if you compare to Venice for example Venice it's like the design it's, uh, it's crazy I mean we the restaurants it's beautiful there is a lot of, of fabrics and uh, and uh, she used like a lot of artisans from uh, from Italy and most of them mm-hmm. from Venice uh, you know the floor and everything so we love to do it and uh, definitely it's probably a uh, a new kind of luxury because we, we think like the five-star hotels and very luxury hotels, you know, are a little bit boring and it's a little bit the end of that. And for sure, the new generation of, uh, I don't know, like adventurer, like explorer, you know, they want to do, they want that. They want something accessible, but with uh, a very sensible, it's exactly as something you said about Minorca. People, are, are customers, they want like something new and they want to understand the, the design and, and they want to touch the wall and say, okay, it's not like a regular wall, it's something different. The colors, the, the texture, the, they, they want that. How do you decide which food and beverage partners you're going to work with or which chefs? Because I know in London at Henrietta, you work with Oli Debus, who's one of my favorites. Most of the time, it's based on a f- of opportunity, you know, when we start with a, with, with a new restaurant and we say, okay, uh, what is good to do? First, it's probably our, what we like at, at this moment. We say, okay, Oli Dabouz, this is a guy. Wow, this restaurant is amazing. We went there like a few months before and we say, guys, let's ask to Oli Dabouz to take care of our restaurant. It's as simple as that. Mm-hmm. Then uh, we do a restaurant in the, in the mountain and we say, okay, which chef we know can do that? So, okay, we can work with uh, Asaf Granit. We did a restaurant in Paris. You know, uh, we did Balagan, which is an Israeli restaurant. We say, okay, Israeli restaurant in, in the mountain. No, it's not that. So we're going to work with our French chef called Grégory Marchand. He's going to do the menu. It's, it's based on a, just a common sense. And we say, okay, this guy can be the good chef at the good moment. And if, if he is available, we do it together. I've been very lucky. I decided to do these talks as a way of kind of keeping some of the industry connected and informed and, and, and hopefully a little bit entertained. And I have learned so much from some very, very inspiring people, including yourselves, whether 
magazine editors, designers, actors, people who have been involved in the travel hospitality industry. Who are your industry heroes? and Where do you personally get your inspiration from? Yeah, first, first of all, I'm very happy to be a part of this uh, beautiful uh, Instagram live because uh, definitely you get some rewards from the industry and uh, it's very cool. So yeah, Carlos, just a few words with Carlos. We wanted to do an experimental cocktail club in Mexico City mm. seven years ago, probably eight years ago. And uh, Carlos and Moses, they take a good care of us and uh, we spend a good time in Mexico. And finally, we stopped the project for, for a few reasons. But uh, that guy is very smart. And uh, the Grupo Habitat, it's like the perfect portfolio of hotel. Everybody loves it. It's, it's perfect. And they are very smart. So, uh, yeah. Very good guy. So let's talk about Jan Schrager. Okay, mm-hmm. it's a little bit cliche to say I'm a, mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Jan Schrager. Everybody loves what he did. I mean, he changed the entire world with the concept of hotel, you know. But uh, let's say uh, something. It's it's very fun because I'm probably in this um, this industry because when I was like 14, probably 15, I wanted to open like a Studio 54, you know. It was mm-hmm. my dream. So mm-hmm. I definitely wanted to do that. And uh, after a few years, I decided finally to, to stay on a hotel business and restaurant business, which I think is a good idea. Uh, but there was always like um, an hotel from Jan behind me or next to me, which is uh, very important. I remember when I was probably a few years after, like 18 or maybe 19, I went to New York for the first or second time of my life and my aunt lives there, and she brought me to uh, this new hotel called Hudson Hotel. Mm-hmm. And uh, wow, now the concept is probably a little bit hard, but uh, you know, when you arrive with this huge escalator and you go to, there is this Stanley Kubrick bar, and you go to restaurant with open kitchen, uh, there is fire everywhere, and, uh, and uh, the service is great, and the library, I mean, I, I, I finished the dinner and I, I left this place and I was like, wow, one day I will be in this business for, for sure, you know? So it changed probably my life, you know? Don't, it's very important for me. After that, I went to, uh, to Miami. I was a student there in uh, South Beach next ah. to uh, Delano Hotel. So I spent all my evenings at the Delano. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's say uh, also, uh, probably you are very familiar with that, but when we met Xavier and uh, we wanted to open uh, ECC in London, he said, okay, guys, let's try to do a first party with ECC in London. And uh, we did it at the San Martin Lane Hotel. Mm-hmm. And uh, we did it at Bangalore 8. And we did an amaz- amazing party with a lot of people. And we say, okay, guys, we are ready to open in London. And uh, we did it. And London, it's a game changer for experimental group, for sure. We must, have crossed, uh, we must have crossed paths at some point. The world has changed for the moment. And a lot of things are now online. Have you been taking life online? Have you been getting involved in, in cooking expos or Zoom yeah. meetings? Or, or have you been taking yeah. a dig- digital detox? I'm online uh, because of Instagram, because I'm managing few accounts right now. And uh, we do delivery wine with uh, our Compagnie des Vins Naturelles in London, in Paris, and New oh. York. It's not very working well in Paris. Um, the market's complicated, but uh, in New York, it's booming. It's crazy. I mean, our partners there, Caleb is sending like bottle of uh, expensive wine everywhere in New York, in uh, Catskills, in uh, everywhere. It's crazy. Uh, so it's working well. Uh, Xavier do a very good thing as, as well. You know, he... he he brings some good spirits, okay, and he sends it to our guests, to a few of our customers, in little sample bottle, okay? Mm-hmm. So you will, you will save like a few different whiskey at home, few different rum at home, okay? And you have like a, an appointment that's every Saturday at 6.30, something like that, uh, London time, and you can follow uh, a testing in live. And after that, you can do like a little uh, cocktail with the bottle you, you get at home. So it's very cool and people love it. 
Uh, it's a little bit more original than uh, just a regular uh, cocktail uh, cocktail mm -hmm. session, you know. And it's great, except that um, it's not very easy to, to do something very original on, uh, on internet right now. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, this is not easy for us to, to communicate, um, especially in the hotel business, because we don't have any answer, you know, so we don't right. know what's going to be the future there. Yeah. Stay connected, but not, not very much, yeah. not, not more than that. I think it's going to take a long time to get back to some semblance of normal. So I think we've got a, a much longer time than we probably thought about the digital world that we have in front of us. It's just very difficult to see how hotels can, can take advantage of that. We're a very person-to-person -person business. There is a big movement right now in Paris and London, which is uh, not for the hotel, but for the restaurant, which is uh, pick up and collect. You know, you pick up mm -hmm. your food, you order your food on a, mm -hmm. uh, the day before on the, on the same day, and you go to your favorite restaurant and you take the food at home. It's happening, and uh, I'm not sure if, if it's going to work, but it's something completely new. For, for example, in Paris, like, you have like few restaurants like Michelin Star who do that. You order the day before and you can get a very high level meal at home, you know. It's the only very new thing I, I saw on the internet. This is the only way to, for Western business to survive, I think. This idea of it being a kind of digital awakening is going to, you know, offer some yeah. opportunities yeah. to us, which I think is, yeah. is good. You know, have you discovered any, any quarantine skills? No, honestly, not really. I'm so bored of that. You know, it's a, probably know that, but it's the same as... In our business, you know, when uh, you have a busy restaurant, everybody, uh, you, the service is good, but when the restaurant is empty, the service is bad. Because right. you always think Very you true. can do the thing the day after, you know. So me, I was at three emails, I'm like, oh, wow, too, um, too much work to do today. It's, uh, it's so boring. So I need some deadline to, to act, you know. I really need some that. So honestly, my quarantine, it's definitely a bad time. You don't put too much pressure on yourself. We're in yeah. <laughs> like, it's okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Do nothing one day, that's totally fine. If you do 50 things the next day because you're feeling put up, that's okay too. Yeah, 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 definitely. Don't put, don't, don't put any unnecessary pressure on yourself. Do you have a favorite hotel in the world that's not yours? I'm still in love with the Cipriani Hotel in Venice, you know. It's, uh, it's so old school. Everything, when you go there, everything is wrong, but <laughs> the atmosphere is great. I mean, everything is wrong, definitely. It's, it's very funny. But uh, I, you don't know why, but the atmosphere, the ch it's very charming. And when you left, you left there, when you when you you have like, the feeling to 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 be part of something very special, I also love uh, one of my favorite hotels in, in Stockholm called Etm. I don't know if you know that. It's a very tiny hotel. It's uh, designed by Is Crawford. I don't know if you know this designer. It's very beautiful. It's uh, you have the feeling to be in a in a house. It's probably uh, not more between 10 and 15 rooms and everything is so cool, like the design, the atmosphere, the restaurant, the food, the breakfast, there is a green egg in the, in the garden. It's a unique experience. So you have to do, you have to try that one day. It's a very cool hotel. And also I'm a big fan of uh, Firmdale, you know, this big oh, yeah. group of, uh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Firmdale, I mean, everything is good in Firmdale, you know, some of, some of the, uh, one of my favorite probably is um, a market hotel. I mean, everything is good there. The, I mean, the mm -hmm. design, for example, it's, it's definitely too much. There is a lot of things on the wall, like fabric color. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, but it's working. And you always have the feeling to be in a, one of the most comfortable rooms of the world, you know? Everything is so big and, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, the, the, yeah, I really love it. Yeah, I really love it. Olivia, do you think this is the reset the world needs or, or do you think we're going to go back to business as usual? 
I don't think the world needs this kind of reset. <laughs> Not easy to say, but I think they are going to have so much bad side effect on this quarantine and uh, stopping mm -hmm. the world, you know. So reset, uh, if you stop and you think again and uh, try to do, to do something new, I say, yes, okay, why not? But the problem is... Uh, Uh, everybody, I mean, we're going to lose so much money. Everybody is going to lose money. So, so you are going to restart, but, but with a big handicap, you know, people think, uh, for example, in Europe, it's very, very special because the government give us a lot of money. They say, okay, guys, no worry. We're going to put some billion and billion uh, with Germany, with France, with Italy on the table. Everybody think like the president open like a little safe under the table and say, okay, I have a hundred billion over there. Okay. I give it, I give it to, uh, To, to people, you know, but it's not like that. This money we are going to pay uh, one right. day or another, you, you know? So it's a little bit stressful for that. You know, me and a little bit as my business partner, Romy, I'm sure it's going to be back to normal very quickly. And uh, probably people are going to think a little bit about, uh, I mean, in terms of customer, they are going to take some, um, some new stuff, maybe uh, clean the end, which is a good thing, or maybe wear a mask, which is not a good thing, but uh, they are going back to restaurants and uh, our business is going to be back to normal. I'm sure of that, mm -hmm. except every, uh, we, are, we are all of them on the same line, but uh, with a little handicap, a question of money, because everybody loses money on that. You know? mm -hmm. So I, I'm sure in a few months, maybe a few weeks, I hope so, it will be back to normal and our business will be We look the same as uh, three months ago. I think so too. And the only other person that said that, by the way, is Ian yeah. Schrager, that said we will go back to normal. And I think if we look at uh, 9-11 or the financial crisis of 2008-2009, or certainly in New York with the blackouts and... Terrorist and, attack in France as well. Or terrorist attack in France. Same, same, same. After two yeah. weeks, people were out and... Uh, yeah. Right. And I think we're a lot more resilient than we think we are. And also, also after a while, we just, we just want to get out there. And certainly hotel companies or, or people in the travel industry, they've managed to build a community over the years. Yep. I think that community is really going to support them when they come back. That's why you've got to keep talking to them. Some very dark times, a uh, little light at the end of the tunnel. Any, any silver linings? Everything is go going to reopen for this summer. For us, I mean, I just talking about us, but uh, for us, if, if the summer who starts, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. If Italy, uh, I heard some uh, airlines start to think about reopen a lot of uh, cheap, uh, like low-cost company for Venice, for example. If all restaurants and uh, hotels can be open in June, I mean, it's going to be okay. We need this summer. If, if we lose the summer, it's going to be complicated because we have Minorca, Ibiza, Venice, and uh, for a lot mm -hmm. of big cities, I mean, country in Europe, for example, Italy or Spain, if they lose... The summer, wow, it's going to be complicated in September, you know. Very true. I think there's lots of seasonal, seasonal hotels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely. But I'm worried about that. Um, so we, we, we're running out of time. I just wanted to say a huge thank you, uh, Olivier Bond from... Thank you. No problem. You've got 100 people watching this, all of whom I'm sure are very, very excited to get to an experimental hotel as, as soon as we possibly can. So thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks. Really, really appreciate it. And, yeah, um, thank you very much. Let's stay in touch. Okay, with pleasure. Bye. Thank you. All right. Take care. Bye now. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by A Hotel Life, an award-winning travel website and community founded by Ben Pundall. This episode features Olivier Bon co-founder Experimental Group Hotels, 